Hi everyone, welcome back to Behind the Timeline, the podcast where we examine pop culture in films, television, and books across the ages. As always, we are your hosts, Lindsay and Scott. If you're interested in finding out what we've already covered or what we've got coming up in the future weeks, be sure to leave us a follow on Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline. Check us out on Twitter at Behind Timeline and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Additionally, links to our Patreon and our official website can be found in the episode descriptions if you would like to support the podcast. And now, on with the show. reflect that back at us and this it was just so fucking well done but uh the other well, thing think... oh go ahead go sorry ahead. No, no, no no go no, ahead. No, go ahead no 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 i was gonna move on to the next this... thing you go <laughs> no that's what i was like go ahead just move on to the next thing this was fun i really like that was a good yeah <laughs> if you just for one you just don't get it do you scott sure i All right, let's do this. Here we are. We're back. Season, or I almost said season five. Episode five. Season three, it is episode five, which is not what's in the notes. Dude, we only have we only have three more episodes to go. I know. I you know I like the way that Amazon does the three episodes at once to get yeah, you started, totally. but it really shortens the amount of time that you have to enjoy the show. It's too and bad. One, yeah, I know. And I'm trying to think, but like we don't have they're really except for like Lord of the Rings and what September, we don't really have anything coming from them after this. Wheel of Time Wheel of season time two. A, yeah, eventually. but that's not until 2023. Yeah, I think it'll be early 2023. Yeah. So, yeah. And these are really, those are like the three big, like, I don't watch a lot of other Amazon I really originals. don't either. But you know what? Hulu does this too. So, like, Handmaid's Tale will come out this way. Um, and I think. Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, Handmaids comes out with the first couple episodes at once. There's a, a handful of shows out there that do it. I actually think Westworld did that for the first season. I think they put out the first two episodes at once, which that's coming back out soon too. I was going to say, I thought I did. I don't know why I thought that that ended. Cause it's been so long. They got, they got held up majorly in COVID and they take a really long time writing their stuff. Anyway, it's, it's pre-production that takes so long on Westworld. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's such a smart show. You kind of feel like it has to, Mm, yeah. I really like it. I need to rewatch season three because it was not my favorite, but I think I just need to give it another shot. Do you know how many shows you say that about? <laughs> not that many. Oh my god, so many. What? Which one? Uh, so many shows, dude. I don't. I think can't. I can't true. think of them on. Okay, fine. I don't know. Maybe it is. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that's accurate. I don't know. I like everything for it's the most true. part. You do. Um, but this is the boys season three yeah. episode five the last time to look on this world of lies written by ellie monahan and eric kripke and directed by nelson crag um, uh, i did look it up by the way eric kripke is a showrunner excellent i'm glad that we took the time to correct <laughs> to make sure that yes, that was just an actual <laughs> true statement that we made <laughs> in the last episode not just came out of my asshole um you never know but in this episode it's kind of a 
like a lot happening and yet not a lot happening. It was a, a setup episode, but it was a really engaging one. So we've got yeah. s- right. It. I mean, there were parts of it where uh, I'm just going to say this now. because I was so fucking excited to see this. Crimson got what she fucking deserved. Oh, for definite. Um, yeah. <laughs> she was so obnoxious. That's, that's way later. Yeah, she was hell. She's hell obnoxious. Um, but yeah, this was very much like a, this is kind of like the calm before the storm sort of thing. Still didn't get any kind of hero gasm. Nothing about that. Hero gasms um, next week confirmed. Is it? Fuck yeah, dude. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Um, we finally saw Black Noir again. Mm-hmm. Been a while. <laughs> but yeah, it was, this was definitely a this is so really like this is so horrible for me to say this but coming off of such a hype episode of kenobi from this week this was very much a toned down episode sure i I mean if we want to compare it to Kenobi, no i'm not comparing i'm just like and i finally started watching miss marvel too so i was like i was super jazzed about a bunch of shows this week and then this happened and i was like oh yeah that's right like we have world building we still have to do i forgot about that yeah i definitely thought this was a but it was an eventful setup episode Mm -hmm. Like it was, and that's what I think is so great about the boys. There's never anything that I feel like is short of a 10 out of 10. I really don't. I think even when they're like, because you have to, to have set up and pay off, which is good. Like that's the definition of good writing, right? You have to have set up and they do it in such an engaging way. Um, and this one was, and I will get into it at length. One of the smarter episodes of the show, I thought. So I was very happy. I didn't, I don't mind a little bit of a cerebral setup that really digs into the deep themes of the show. Like I have a lot to say about this episode. So let's get started with a little recap. Soldier boy is loose and it is not great for Vought's new de facto CEO Homelander. The boys are going through a breakup with Frenchie and a powerless Kimiko in the hospital. Huey and butcher are doubling down on the V 24 and MM is trying and failing to draw a line. With Maeve kidnapped by Homelander and Noir, Starlight the only one left with any of her ideals. And I think so. I kind of think she is. Yeah, that's like, I think that was the big takeaway from this week was she kind of, ah, see, it's like, it's tough because I, I fully agree with Huey. Mm -hmm. Like I 100% that he, like they need to keep doing this because now that Homelander is, he's got even more power over Vought. He is putting that, fucking idiot deep in charge of crime um god dude i want his wife to die so bad watching her mouth his speech because you know that she wrote it for him and and like and then she's like we brought cupcakes and i'm like oh my god dude fucking i hope he like gets a small moment of clarity and is just like i'm gonna make like a great white shark eat you or something like (laughs) i just i don't know why but i just i fuck dude she's so annoying to me I hope that something more comes of her because I agree. Like I hate her too, and I think it's that dynamic is like, it's, right. It's not one of those people. Where I'm like, God, can you just get them off the show? It's like it's for me. It's just like it's fun to hate her because the more shit that she does, the more the more excited I'm going to be when something un, just like annihilatingly bonkers happens to her. Yeah, and I but I want there to be like I enjoy their dynamic and I want it to be more than just like she's yeah. done what she's done up to this point and then she gets killed. I I want there to be more with her in the deep because I'm still kind of curious about like where his storyline is going. 
yeah. and all of this like being a Homelander simp and everybody's so <sighs> like and with a train as well. And we talked about this last week that I'm really curious what's going to happen with the two of them and what their divergent paths will be around how they're handling Homelander right now. And I yeah. want deep's wife to have something to do with it. Like, I think that she has a much larger role to play in all of this still. Um, and I definitely really are making it seem like it she is. Yeah. Like she's, they're definitely building it up. Like she's supposed to be a part of it. Cause like she was even in the meeting with right. like it just it was just weird this right? week and last week she was yeah. in a meeting with all the seven last week yeah she's i i want her to continue to play a role in whatever deep's character development is going to be and what his storyline's really going to turn out to be i would like very much for her to play a larger role in it and i i suspect that she will so i like watching her just be there in the background and like i want to see deep decide to be his own person because it's not just her that he's a puppet for right he's been playing this game with homelander and vaught as a whole and he has from episode one had all these things that he like cares about like the deep as much of a piece of shit he is the deep like does care about like marine life and I just feel like and conservation and stuff and I and it's and it's similar to what we're seeing with a train um with the social justice stuff and with Nate and with Blue Hawk and like, and I guess maybe we should just talk about that now and just like move that up to the front and just talk about him in the deep real quick, because um, I do think it's interesting that they both have like actual noble things that they're starting to care about. I thought that the whole thing with a train in this episode was done really, really, really well with soup lives matter. Like that was pretty fucking brilliant like again satire in a meaningful way being done on the boys (laughs) very cool the thing that i really enjoyed about it was you also get to see this like parallel between sort of i'm this is just like kind of how i picked it up but when blue hawk actually goes like you get when everybody's like your apology's full of shit dude like you're fuck whatever um and he actually does start getting aggressive with the people. I was mm-hmm. like, dude, isn't this like exactly what Homelander like daydreamed about doing when the soldier flipped him off? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And Homelander, I think that they wouldn't have been able necessarily to cover up because there were so many people there. And it oh, was yeah. right in the middle of New York City. Whereas this, they covered up so fluently because it was only this handful of people there at the community center. Yeah, And it was shocking to me like you would think that something like this would have gotten out would have become public and there'd be more protests but he just gets away with it and i can't wait to see what a train is going to do about this like the whole um the way they cover it up with the antifa stuff is like so it was so fluent and so real the way that they do it and it's like i really hope that a train has a come to jesus moment because I either need him to have a redemption arc or to die a horrible death that's like poignant and matters and is really well done and like has something to say. But I would love to see him get a redemption arc in the deep. I would love to see both of them be like, no, we are pieces of shit who've totally gone along with this whole game with Vought and like we definitely are assholes and the things that we care about and the A-Train's starting to care about, right? I recognize that that's part yeah. of the story is that he hasn't, it's not like he's been 
behind this cause his whole oh, life. Oh, no, it's just kind of building up now, yeah. Yeah, but I hope that the two of them are able to say, no, we actually have something that we're fighting for that matters. And they both do. I think most likely what's going to end up happening is A-Train will get that. I do not think the Deep will get that. I think the Deep is going to think he's doing that where he's like i care about this and so and i think homelander's just gonna straight up kill him i think he's just gonna get tired of him and kill him which would that would be pretty fucking crazy and i could see it happening too because it would be kind of ironic and well written if the deep who has always had these ideals and things that he wants to fight for ends up never actually standing up for any of it yeah yeah and ends up just continuing like and and then getting you know killed for his for his efforts um and see a train who never really cared about anything actually end up and without powers right i actually think that would be well written the a train who's not even able to use his powers can turn around and make something out of the platform yeah. that he has like that would be really good writing i just think this show's setting us up for like a lot of gratification here and and speaking of all of those things and and bringing us back up to the the top here <laughs> yeah everyone figuring out their ideals and giving them yeah. up <laughs> or, or in a train's case, crystallizing them. Right. I think he's actually the exception to this rule. I think watching him like obtain these and be like, Oh dude, there actually is like, there's a legitimate thing I can like, I can do. I think that was a lot more fun to watch than like we came into it with the deep, like I care about Marine life. You're like, yeah, that makes sense. Right. <laughs> that tracks. <laughs> I fucking hope so deep. Yeah. You cared about a whale. Um, like poor Lucy. I love how, dude, I just watched that scene the other night and I fucking, I love that Homelander just rolls his eyes. He's like, I was worried about Lucy and Homelander's like, Jesus Christ, this fucking whale. (laughs) Eat the fucking octopus deep. Eat the fucking octopus. Eat. No, he calls him Timothy, which means that that I wish, I wish I had been on here for that episode. But if you go back and watch that episode, she says, eat the goddamn octopus in the text that she sends him. But uh, Homelander knows his name. So yeah, Homelander is so much more aware of how yeah. traumatizing this is than his wife, which I just, he's a monster. I will say this, though, because we are kind of on the Homelander part of it. Um, Up until uh, he, you kind of see that he has no fucking clue what he's doing i actually do kind of feel like he handled the interview about um soldier boy's explosion relatively well i don't yeah no i know what you mean he's not out there falling apart the way that we hypothesize that he might be exactly he wasn't just like oh my god what the fuck like i don't know what to say no he actually was kind of like I mean, no, absolutely not. There's nothing to worry about here. This is, there's no super villain threat. And he does make it seem way blown out of proportion, which is really good. Like media control is like Mm -hmm. downplaying how important it is. Mm -hmm. So I, I hate to, but I do actually have to give him mad props for at least that part of the interview. Everything else that ends up happening, you're just kind of like, dude, what are you doing? I don't know. I'm kind of, I I'm with you. I'm kind of giving Homelander props on all of this. I think that for him, cause I definitely think that having these kind of reality check, like let's, let's get real and give up on our idealistic viewpoints of the world is very much the theme of this episode. And I thought yeah. it was really well done. And with Homelander, he pulls back the curtain on what 
what it really takes to run Vought. And he doesn't completely nosedive it. I think he will ultimately. Mm. Obviously, I think that's where we're going. I but think he I was has to. Yeah, like but but I'm surprised that he held it together as well as he did and that he has this like understanding of what it takes to run the company, but he's also like completely overwhelmed by it and unequipped to do it. And I thought that was interesting for him where he's just like, yeah, stop the bad guy. Sure. But that's not even what this is really about. Like the fact that he now has any understanding of that is really interesting in terms of him pulling back the curtain. And then, you know, Huey and Butcher are getting real about what it's going to take to take Vought down. Right. They're not, they're done with the ideal idealistic viewpoint of how to do this. Maeve and Butcher both start drinking again. That they was give, rough they to give watch. up. That yep. Was- not so much Maeve, but like Butcher. I was like, come on, man. Like you literally have endured so much shit the last two seasons. Yep. And like, damn. He really doesn't like what he's doing with the V. And it's it's giving up on his any kind of idealistic morality viewpoint that he had is gone now. And and Maeve yeah. too, I think her give her saying that the Flight 37 video was always a bluff and owning that vulnerability is very like yep like let's just be real is really the theme of this episode yeah, right like, let's just let's put all our cards on the table kind of thing and here, yeah this is like the thing that i i saw this a lot over the weekend um was a lot of people were like they were talking about like oh dude i can't like it, it's crazy that was a bluff like there's dude it implicates her too it shows that she was inactive and let him do all this stuff so if she were to release it like I don't think she's really ever, and if she has, I, I'm totally forgetting, but they they threaten to release the video, but they only use it as though it shows Homelander in a bad light, but she was on the plane too. Like she was there and, you know, like. But she's like begging him to take the kid on it. And she's like, no, we can't leave them. We can't leave them. And he's like, he's like, we have to come with me or you're going to die too. And so oh, I guess she looks, yeah, I guess she looks true bad but she doesn't look like he does like it's very clear that like he's the one who made that call but also i don't think she cares i don't don't think think she she gives a shit what happens to herself i don't don't think think that's part of her her calculus right now um and wild that she hooks up with butcher yeah that i kind that i just was like what are we doing here (laughs) i was totally here for it i was like yep i could see this It just kind of, I, I like, I was like, this is so out of, it just like, it didn't track with what was happening up to this point in the episode. So I was just like, oh, oh, okay. All right. Okay. I guess we're here. Here we go. Yeah. Let's have this like yeah. kind of wild, but not that wild sex scene with these two. It's just sort of rough. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty intense. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Um, I think it makes sense for the two of them to hook up. And I think that it's part of the overall theme of like, they're just like, fuck it. Nothing matters anymore. Yeah. I think that's kind of the. God, dude, that sucks. Like, that's kind of like where they are, basically, is like, fuck this, dude. Like, it just doesn't matter anymore. Like, who cares? Well, I think they both know that they're going to die and it doesn't matter. Like, Maeve is like definitely preparing. Oh, yeah. To kamikaze attack Homelander. We saw that when she talked in episode one or two. I don't know. One of the first in the first night where the first three episodes dropped and she's like, I might be able to get a good hit, a good couple of hits in. Right. But she totally knows Homelander is going to kill her in this fight that she's planning to have before she gets kidnapped. And butcher with the V like, he's really not happy about that. It's funny how 
and we'll get to them in a second, but it's funny how different he and Huey, like Butcher genuinely is not happy about this. And I think Huey genuinely is. And like, I, they, Butcher has totally given up on everything that he yeah. stood for and Maeve too. And I think that that's just kind of where we are here that they're like, well, in that case, we might as well fuck. And, uh, <laughs> and I just, <laughs> since we're here, like, <laughs> right exactly like well i guess if nothing matters then <laughs> and the fact that homelander can later smell that on her i that was, was like oh shit dude what the fuck um like that that was one of the scarier like oh god you really like there's really no getting anything by you kind of situations right and then uh I just thought that was weird that that was like a thing that he could do. I was like, oh, I guess he has like Wolverine senses too. Like that's that I didn't, I don't know why, but I just was just kind of like, this is a weird, it's kind of like every new issue of Superman, you would find out that Superman has some like new power or something. Uh-huh. Or it some was, other just way felt that felt like this. Be... Like, yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. I I also agreed that those, and there's a little bit of inconsistency in how they're doing some of his sensory powers this season. Like yeah. sometimes starlight turns on that music so that he can't hear and sometimes not. And I'm like, you guys, but this definitely was like, Maeve at least has been handling this really, really smartly with him. And it's like, Oh, all right. There's no getting around you. Yeah. And I mean, she heard a train say, fuck you, man. So well, he was right there and had just I know, been but he was right there, but I'm just like, dude, we know he has like hyper senses and shit, but like I don't know why the smell part of it just like never I was like, oh, that's not a thing that he has. Like I don't know why that shit just like never crossed my mind. I liked it and I thought the jump scare, like that totally got me when Noir was behind her. I was like, Fuck. Oh yeah. Like Noir's fucking so scary. I forgot about him. Yeah. Um well, but I been, liked like, the existent all season. Like of course everybody kind of forgot about him. Yeah, he hasn't done anything. You're right. He's. I think this is the first time that we've seen him in the present timeline, actually. Actually, he... I think you're right, because the first time that they talk about him, Homelander's like, and Nor's basically a fucking vegetable right now. So, yeah, so he was still recovering from Maeve's peanut attack, or, which is the dumbest sentence I've ever said in my life. It is. Um, alternatively... It was an actual intelligent fake out on the part of Homelander to keep yeah. this ace up his sleeve and not let anyone know that he's ready to roll, which is very similar to what Maeve's been doing, pretending to be drunk all the time while she's yeah. training. So I enjoyed that. Um, I like how desperate she is when she calls him John and she knows things yeah. are going bad when she pulls that out. Yeah. And I think. I think that's when Homelander was just kind of like, no, we're, we're done here mm -hmm. like, at this point. Like I know you're, you're backed into about as, as tight a corner as you could be. Yeah. You're full of shit right now on all of this. Yeah. And like, it does, it does kind of like come to a head when he, he just like straight up asks her, he's like, was any of this real? And I was like, first of all, dude, the balls on Maeve to get that fucking close to him and tell him that she pitied him. I was like, oh my bro, God. I don't know how that building is still standing from the weight of her balls. Like, <laughs> it was that was wild to me. I was like, well, because I think she knows it's over because she yeah. already she already tried her like calling him calling him John and trying to be nice. And like she I think she just knew 
that he yeah. knew there was no way and when he says that he can smell butcher on her she's like it's fucking over there's no point in even pretending now and it reminded me a lot of soldier boy and crimson countess later she's like i never loved you i always hated you and i turned you over to the russians and it's like for nothing yeah and yeah for not yeah for nothing because that's how bad these guys are right is that's fascinating to me like the most powerful ones are are so bad um and everybody just hates them and mave is just like no fuck you you're the worst yeah. and so i did like getting that confirmation because i think we get that a lot with the elena storyline of like she was trying to protect elena and right. she got stuck into this thing with homelander but i definitely still had questions about like how consensual or whether she was ever actually into it or like how what was that situation i think we got that clarity now that no mave was never in any way interested in this she was faking it the whole time with oh him. yeah yeah she never she never gave a shit here's my like my one problem with this is yeah i get it it's supposed to be like soldier boys the mirror to homelander and stuff like that because like captain america is the superman of marvel or whatever mm-hmm. and, like in terms of morals and stature and stuff um i didn't like that crimson was like i fucking hated you like i really? just just once i wanted it to be like she did love him but she like loved herself more or she wanted to lead the team more or she I, something more along that lines i think would have hurt him more obviously he was hurt enough but i don't know her just it there are a lot of times where I'm like, dude, we get it. Like the soups are bad people, but can they just at some point have good qualities too? I don't know why it just kind of bothers me that they're all pieces of shit. Okay. So maybe let's jump to that because here's the thing. Like what butcher says in this episode With great power comes the absolute certainty that she'll turn into a right cunt. Yeah. And I think while I agree that it's not necessarily like totally real life accurate, that nothing is that black and white. This is the thesis of the boys. This is the philosophy of the boys. And it's not real, so it doesn't have to be totally what? realistic, right? Shocking. But this is where the writing comes in. This is really the philosophy behind this show is that this is why all the soups are bad guys. That's It's what they're trying to tell us. So even though I hear you and like having some variety to that, which we get with like Supersonic and Starlight, I think we're going to see it with the Deep and with A-Train. I think we're going to start to see some shades of gray here. Yeah. But... I actually really like it. I think this is where the writing really shines through. This is the thesis of this TV show. The V just makes you more of who you already are. And most people are sacks of shit. So spake the boys. <laughs> That's what they're trying to say. That's the thesis of this show is that most people are sacks of shit. And if you give them this level of ability, they're going to do shitty things and be even shittier people because that's what the V does to you. And that's why Butcher says everybody, all of the soups have to go. Even you, Maeve, can't be around because we're all sacks of shit. And if you give us this kind of power, we're going to use it the wrong way. And this is the thesis of the show. And I really like it. So I 
I didn't have a problem with the Soldier Boy stuff because I think it tracks and I think it has a really nice parallel to what we're seeing with Homelander. And I also think that we're going to see Soldier Boy probably be quite happy to be working with the boys. I think he's got to be mad at Vaught. And I think that's what we're going to have to see to see the soups start to be better people is to like pull back the curtain, live in reality, give up your ideals and understand what Vought really is. That Vought's the organization that fucking left him to get tortured by the Russians. They had to have known that he was there. Oh, there's no way they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that we'll, that's what we're going to start to see thematically in the show is that as people kind of like get woke about what Vought really is about, that they will become better stoops potentially. But the generally speaking, people are assholes and people with powers yeah. are going to be doubly, doubly so assholes. I mean, you see it with Blue Hawk and you you see it with like, and I get that. And I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, I, that's why I love this show is it's like, dude, that's exactly how like most people would be. We saw it in season one with Ezekiel was like this church like huge like everyone's got to be like this faithful person or whatever and then immediately we see him at the orgy getting like fucked around with with like multiple dudes and shit uh-huh. and it just it i understand that part of it but i think for me what would have kind of helped is like if there was more than just supersonic and starlight but i do think it's important to note and you said it in the beginning, but it is very important to know that Starlight is the last one. No, she it's just her now. Yeah. Now that Maeve's been yoinked, which. No body, no death. Yeah, definitely. She's not dead, at least not yet. No, but and I'm Ashley wondering knows where she is. Yeah, Ashley totally knows where she is. And like we were saying, and we'll move this into like the Homelander, the deeper Homelander discussion now, I think that like. Uh, it with supersonic like we said last week however stupid way that homelander handles supersonic this is what's going to start to like unravel his yeah public persona and like the praise that he's getting but nope they the overdose story totally made sense they made that work but is disappearing mave the same way gonna work saying no. that she's at the rehab the center or the clinic or whatever yeah it's a rehab center and it's um so you it's if you watch the uh, seven on seven specials that were coming out between seasons, they talk about this rehab center where she's at. And it's it's I can't remember what it's called, but it's also where Supersonic actually was, which he talks to Starlight about. Right. He's like, yeah. I was an addict and no one was around but you, yada, yada. That center is the lab from last season. After it's been redone because oh, they got shut yeah. down. It is the same place uh, where like Cindy was and where yeah. Love Sausage was and stuff. It's the same place. <laughs> it's just sausage. been repurposed I know, into this like rehab center. I don't think that they can disappear her like that quite so easily. People are going to notice what like. When Maeve is gone. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Especially because like not to continually reharp the whole like hilarity side of it, but. She's got the like Brave Maves Inclusive Kingdom going on. Like she's got <laughs> shit she's gotta be like showing up for and stuff. They can't kill her. They've gotta know that they can't yeah. just kill Maeve right now, especially with like they just lost Supersonic. How are they gonna have two members of the seven die of an overdose? They can't use that same line with her. 
Yeah, and I think that's I think that is where things are gonna fall apart. Is I I don't think they'll be this lazy with it, but I think Homelander is gonna start thinking like we can just keep saying they're in rehab because everybody knew that she had a drinking problem or quote thought she had a drinking problem. Right. Um, and so that's where she is. And they can't have two members of the seven like leave because of substance issues. Yeah. And so I think yeah i think that's that's gonna be where everything starts to kind of like trip up for him yeah i think it might although who knows we were so wrong last week but one thing that we were not wrong about last week is that while homelander is for all intents and purposes in charge he is not the ceo of vod there is a board of directors i called that last week i was like "Uh uh-uh Nah, there's like structure to this. He's not just in charge. But I think it's interesting that there's not even a facade. It's like, I expected it to be like Ashley's board of directors, which she is. Uh, sorry, Ashley's CEO, which she is. She's the puppet CEO, yeah. But I expected like to see a board meeting scene where Ashley is in charge, but Homelander, like later we see has told her everything to say or she's reporting everything back to him. Homelander's yeah. just running this meeting. Yep. Like, Damn. And he has no idea what he's doing. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, that's, that was kind of fun to watch. I'm not going to lie. Like it just, it shows that Mr. Edgar was right. I think at the end of the day, like he totally no fucking clue what's happening here. He has no idea how to do this. He thought that getting Edgar out of the way meant that he was just going to have total control and, she would like to be fair, Ashley basically is a parrot for him. Oh, totally. So I feel like he thinks as long as she's around, he'll be able to do that. But when he actually starts running the meeting, you're like, whoa, dude, you don't you don't get this. <laughs> well, and he's it's very it's great satire because it's extremely Trumpian the way that like he's just happy to fire anyone who disagrees with him. Yeah. You know, or like, oh, I think you should maybe leave. Like, he just doesn't want to hear, how are we going to handle this on the earnings call? Like, these are realities that we have to deal with. And he's like, no, it's not. Fuck you. I didn't hear you. Like, la, 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 fingers in my ears. Yeah, I feel like that's the way he's going to run it. And the deep, same thing. Also very Trumpian that the deep comes in as head of crime analytics and fires everybody who had ever had a negative tweet about Homelander. And now when they actually need the crime analytics team to do something, oh, it's a fine fire. soldier boy, there's yeah. no one there. There's nothing to, there's, there's nobody who can actually do anything because they fired them all. And they're just, they're like, well, we just don't remember the whole Trump presidency. Like half of the positions in the white house were unfilled every week, every week. I felt like we were hearing somebody else was leaving. Yeah. And it was, and they just never appointed people and just departments were just not being run. Like that's so that the show is so fucking smart to tap into like little things like that, that aren't, you know, um, the biggest things that were in the news, but were like very real political realities under like crappy leaders. And to like reflect that back at us and this, it was just so fucking well done. But uh, the other thing, Oh, uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to move on to the next thing. You go. No, that's what I was like. Go ahead. Just move on to the next thing. This was fun. I really like that was a good, yeah. <laughs> you just for one, you just don't it, get it, you, Scott. Sure. I I really liked the focus that they had on how fluently they they handle these cover-ups though. Yeah. Um, 
with where they had the cover up on, like you said earlier, where they have Homelander on all the Sunday shows. Like he did a good, he did a good job downplaying yeah. a soldier boy attack. Right. Yep. And when you pair that with the blue Hawk cover up with the Antifa bullshit, yep. um, the Maeve cover up, everything going on with supersonic yeah. And and also the comments from the legend who we see later talking about covering up old shit in Vought and Soldier Boy attacks and stuff like that. Yeah. Real focus this episode on the stuff that Vought covers up, like how serious it is, how often it's happening and how yeah. well they're doing it in different ways. I think that was like, for me, that was the biggest takeaway was not like how well they do it, but how often they do it. It shows uh-huh. that this is a continuous fucking thing for them and they know it and they're just like whatever we only care about the bottom line we don't give a shit what these guys do they're basically children yeah yeah and with the blue hawk stuff that's what nailed it in the most for me because that was when i was watching it the thing that i was most like you can't get away with that you're fucked now and they just and he just gets right on away with it and i'm like damn bot like oh god damn it (laughs) I just, um, but yeah, and, and Ashley, <laughs> dude, I think I didn't mention about her last week. It's like how much she is, she's emulating Homelander, and we see her treating the other Ashley the way that Homelander treats her too, which I like. The little Arminian oh Ashley yeah. who she hired, who's also Ashley. Dude. I but love she- her. She's just really funny to me. God damn it, Ashley! No, that yeah. <laughs> I like how what we didn't call out was like we talked about the Homelander strap on, but not how much Ashley wants to be Homelander. Yeah. Via and like also via the strap on. Yep. Like she is so here for that. Yeah. But what did you think about her and Starlight's conversation? I think this was the realest we've seen her. Right? I think it definitely shows. I mean, you kind of always knew it, right? Like she was just mortally terrified of him. Oh yeah. But I think I actually expected her to say something like to actually like let something slip. But then I was like, no, it's still Ashley. And she's still basically in his pocket, but it was nice to see like a more real side to her. Yeah. And you can tell that she wants to help. Yeah. Yeah. But that she's totally terrified to do that. And something that I think is interesting that like thematically I'm looking out for this season is when she says, well, I don't have any powers. And this whole thing is like, do you have powers? Do you not have powers? And it's like what Stan Edgar said in episode one or two, right? Where it's like, it's not about that kind of power. Yeah. It's not, it's not superpowers that makes you powerful. And I think that that's going to turn out to be one of the big themes of the show overall. Like when this is, when this whole thing is over that you don't have to have powers to be powerful and that that's not where the greatest power comes from. And I think we're going to see it with a train. Like we're going to see it with Kimiko, obviously with Edgar. And then obviously with Huey and butcher taking the V 24, like where does real power come from? And I think Ashley's comment very interesting and apropos of that theme where she really believes that you have to have a superpower to have an impact. Yeah. And I think the show is telling us that you don't Ashley has a lot of power right now and she's not 
using it very effectively because she doesn't believe that she has any power. So I'm really enjoying that theme too through this season. It's like so it's just just so well written. It's just it has no right to be this well written. Well, and like I think it's gonna come down to like the big boil over point is gonna be that Starlight is the only one that really understood what Mr. Edgar was talking about. Yeah, she and so here's the thing with her, like and and this actually uh, segues us nicely into talking about the boys and Starlight and stuff. What's killing me with her is that like she gets what Mr. Edgar was talking about for sure. Right. But she doesn't understand why Huey would also want to be powerful and capable and not need to be rescued. Yeah. And like she doesn't understand that, which she really should. Uh, in her position she should understand why Huey wants to take the V and on the other side of it Huey doesn't understand why she's so concerned about him dying which given how this show started with Robin and that like that's why Huey's part of the boys he should understand that from her a lot better and that these two need to gain some empathy because they both should really understand where the other's coming from and they don't seem to I think this is like a weird, I don't think this is the theme, but I think it is a very good um, kind of like emphasis on that communication is huge mm-hmm. and she's neither of them are actually doing it. And it is one of it's, it's like low key, one of those tropes where it's like the couple doesn't talk about like what's really going on and they just, but it doesn't play that way. It definitely plays more like, Dude, she just she doesn't understand because she's always had these powers and Huey doesn't understand like, dude, we need like this is the right thing to do because to him it is because he's still fighting for all the bullshit that happened with Robin and he he I mean, he was inside Vought. He saw what happened. He saw what Newman could do. He it just also where the fuck was she all episode? Right. I wanted and she gets mentioned because that's how they I thought for a second when they walk up on the crime scene from Soldier Boy that they had like fake credentials. And then I'm like, no, legit. Huey works for the CIA. Yeah. Like this. He has CIA credentials. And like, where the fuck is she? I would love to see her reaction to all of this going down with Soldier Boy. She's got to know. Fucking kid. And she has to know, yeah. Yeah, she her kid, know. what's yeah. going on? Maybe that's where she is dealing with yeah, like her kid sense. having turned into the thing. Because I'm still convinced that child is not going to have a power that is like Public invisible. Ready. I think it's just, I think it's going to alter her her appearance. Yeah, I think, it I think people are going to be able to tell that she's a soup. I think it's going to cause a huge fucking problem. And if I'll, I don't know, though, because I feel like I've been wrong about a lot of the things that I thought was going to happen. But... Like, I, dude, this show does a good job of like subverting my like skepticism a lot with like I don't think A Train's gonna do that. And then I'm like, holy shit, A Train actually like gives a shit about something. Like I, mm-hmm. I totally ragged on him last episode. And like this episode, I'm like, oh my god, like you almost aren't a total piece of shit. Yeah, you almost cared about something. I hope yeah. he takes care of Nate. I'll be he so had, like Nate now can't walk. Like A Train better be spending all his time in physical therapy. Yeah, a thousand percent, dude. I yeah, I I think this was like the real eye-opening moment for him. Yeah. Or what I think is the answer to everything now, give him some V. Give him some V24, yeah. Yeah, just because straight up, I am with Butcher and Huey on this. Yep. 
You know what just I... hit me though? Hmm. Maeve is gone. Where are they going to give you 24? Oh, fuck. I don't know why they're right. right now. Like, how are they going to get more? They don't have that. Well, they had another handful of vials. I think they maybe have one more hit he's, each. Yeah, he's got one more case. Fuck. Man. Now well, they so, have to rely totally on Soldier Boy. Yes, right. Which maybe that's going to turn out to be just fine, but I don't see Huey wanting to give this up. I don't think. I think Butcher's not going to want to take him, and Huey's going to take the rest of them for himself. I still think that Huey's going to take the V for real. I think Huey's going to find himself some regular old V. Because then he just needs the one dose. Uh, yeah, I think. Oh, you know what's going to. Oh, dude, you know what would be sick is if they realize that Maeve is gone. And so Huey's like, we got to do something. And Huey goes and takes V permanently. And Butcher's like, I can't do that. Yeah, because I don't think Butcher would do that. I yeah. think that might be the line that Butcher draws, potentially. If he has another option, you know what I mean? Like, given yeah, that they do have Soldier out. Boy, I feel like Butcher wouldn't take it. I think that Huey would, and I kind of want him to. And honestly, if I was Huey, I would too. And yeah. I think it's hilarious that Huey's power Huey's power renders him nude. And therefore, like, even when he's, like, running after Butcher, he's, like, not going to teleport after Butcher, which is, like, what Five would do in the Umbrella Academy, right? Because yeah. he doesn't lose his clothes. Um, but Huey, like, barely is going to use his power because it makes him <laughs> naked and he can't, like, what's he supposed to do? Like, and I just want to see him rock, like, a translucent and just be like, no, nah, I'm naked all the time, bitch. This is this is what it would never. He would, oh, my God. He would I, I know that. that's not what's going to happen, but I would think it was so funny if he was just like fuck it <laughs> that actually would be pretty, like i feel like that's how the fight's gonna be but it's gonna like, be naked yeah and it'll be another one of those mms like your dick is out your dick is out like i, I, I hope really huey just know. starts living his life with bathrobes tacked to like every wall in his house <laughs> so that he can just teleport around and grab one like i just <laughs> <laughs> that would be so awesome I thought the visual effect looked great too when they showed him do it in this episode and he sort of like um winks out like it was almost yeah. like uh you know what it looked it was like? like it looked Night like crawler without smoke. I thought it looked like the fairies in the original Sleeping Beauty. Oh you know, yeah, they sort of spiral. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And like and sort of implode almost on themselves. I thought yeah. it looked like that. I liked it. But I'm with these guys. I say let's live in the real world. Like, even the playing field team up with Soldier Boy. I loved the twist. I thought it was super well done. I, I love that they were like, oh, cool, I get it. MM's, like, not here to play, so now we have to, like, lie to him. Yeah. But that their plan all along was to get Soldier Boy on side and to fucking sacrifice Crimson Countess to do it. Like, that was yeah. cold-hearted. Yeah, it was. But it was... And again, I'm just going to say this. She got what she fucking deserved. <laughs> yeah, dude. She I, was. I've never liked her. Like the minute they introduced her, I was like, this lady is such a piece of shit. I mean, she didn't really do any. Like, what did she do that was she like. She killed what's her faces. Uh, like when, when the fighting started in the, in the flashback, she just started killing people at random. And You're she right, killed like she did. American soldiers. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, you're right. She was just all over the place. And then she kills the Homelander actor. The Homelander. <laughs> like, the the shit, Homelander mascot. The Homelander like Mickey Mouse at Vaughn. Yeah. Right inside of the Inclusive Kingdom. For real. Like, dude, can you just imagine like going to Disneyland and Goofy just like blasts Donald into fucking pieces? Like, holy oh my shit. God, dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> 
Um, God, but yeah, they hand her right up as a sacrifice, and and I like it. That and I get that Soldier Boy has got to be fucking raging and. Oh, he's got to be livid at this point. Yeah. Like the video, like the Russian video of the stuff they were doing to him made me kind of feel for him. I was like, that's, that sucks. Yeah. He's definitely the winter soldier of the show. Like he was a thousand percent being poked and pride. I mean, he tells Crimson the same thing, but he was like, you know, like he was being experimented on. He was just like, and the, I think for me, what made me feel for him the most is that she wasn't paid to do that. He literally was just handed over to them. Which has to make you wonder how bad he was, right? Yeah. Like, he must have... Because look at how hesitant people are to do anything to Homelander. Yeah. Like, he must have been an asshole. And I am stoked to see him fuck everybody up. Because, obviously, his he is removing powers, right? We have this confirmed. Yeah. Now. So, Kimiko is definitely just a regular person now. Which sucks. She was so cool, but I guess she's happy, so whatever, but... I, I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm sorry for anybody that did enjoy this, but I didn't need the musical thing. I no, just, I didn't like it. Yeah, it was weird. It just felt off Um, from a technical standpoint. I don't know if it was like my sound bar or not, but parts of it didn't line up. It wasn't you. It was dubbed really, really badly. Okay. And, I, and I also think, I think it was dubbed poorly and... We have never heard her speak in the, in the boys. I know that that actress is in other things. Oh, yeah. I think in other things that we've seen. Um, but we don't really know what her voice sounds like. So it's going to make our brains trip out a little bit. Like yeah. it's because it, it's and it's obviously not her singing. And we don't know what she sounds like when she speaks. And so the whole thing is just so incongruous to our brains. And I think it was dubbed poorly so that it just like didn't didn't work out and i would have preferred like i'm first of all confused about whether she really spoke i don't think she did i think all of this was in her head from start to finish i think this whole thing was in her head i agree i tend to lean that way to which i say lame i would rather i would way rather a moment where she spoke and we got back all of that screen time for something more interesting because the song and dance was not good and in that we're saying she didn't speak. Was that their first kiss? He's Frenchie seems so taken aback. And then he just goes to get coffee. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm so yeah. confused by the scene. I didn't get it. I think so. It definitely had to be. And I think that's because Frenchie just did not see that shit coming. And I think it's like her finally being happy. Cause you can see it when they're like, oh, dude, it's taking forever for her to heal. She just sits there like with a peaceful look on her face. Right. And it's, I think it definitely had to be. I think she is in like the happiest place she could be. And so she's like, we don't have to do this anymore. We can like you and me, we can leave. We can do what you said. I think they said they were going to go to Marseille. Um, yeah. Or Marseille. Marseille. Yeah. That's well, that's the plan obviously, but friend, she's now kidnapped by Nina. Well, yeah, he's gone. So yeah, that's, did you see this, the preview for next week? I didn't. And I need to. Um, yeah. Well, they the previews are so wild because they do them the same way they do the previously on. So it's kind of like flashes. It's not yeah. really succinct the way that I'm used to seeing a trailer. Um, but there's definitely a clip in the next week on where you see Frenchie like. He has like a bike lock around his neck, holding him up to like a pole, like very Breaking Bad, like from oh, the first shit. episode of Breaking Bad. Yeah, he's like 
yeah, it's not looking great. And I'm like, Nina, fuck this. Like I, okay. I'll preface this by saying I trust the writers of this show. I have no reason to believe that this will not be great. So I'm not going to be too down on it until they give me reason to believe that. But like, why couldn't she just have been like something to flesh out their little get to Russia subplot? Why does she have to be back? She got paid. Why does she want Frenchie to kill this little girl? Why can't she just fuck off into obscurity? Why is she here? What does she have to do with this? It seems like a really unnecessary detour. Yeah, I actually don't really get that either. And I, the it's got to be important in some way later on. Otherwise, this is just like, why is she back? Like she, yeah, you, I mean, you just like she got paid. She, there's no reason for her to still be here. If it doesn't loop back into the main plot, I will be yeah. pissed because this show has generally really tight writing, and I would like it to stay focused on the things that are interesting. And if this is unrelated to the superhero plot, I do not care. I don't. I don't yeah. want them to have some separate little adventure. I really don't. I so it this had better pay off because boo right now I don't like what's going on with them right now and also I'm like you can't just like leave Kamiko there that's not cool and now she has no powers yeah is she gonna go with MM or like is MM gonna stay there with her or like now he's you know what it's gonna be dude and I'm gonna be really upset if this is the trope they go he's like I'm gonna go look for him and she's like I'm gonna go with you like like she didn't say where um yeah, and, they go together. She yeah. goes to MM and writes down on her phone like they took from. Yeah, that actually yeah. makes sense. But MM is like locked up in his own shit right now, which to which I say to MM, get with the program. Yeah. Are you real, fucking dude. kidding me right now? It it's gotta end, dude. <laughs> he is still holding on to his ideals, trying to draw a line. It's him and Starlight. And and so no surprise that he's the one who calls Starlight. Because yeah. the two of them I actually, so, okay, more reason for me to hate this Kimiko Frenchie storyline because I would actually prefer to see Starlight and MM team up now because they're they're the two who are on the same sort of moral wavelength at this point. And I would like to see it split up and maybe this is what's going to happen. Maybe it'll be Starlight and MM, Huey and Butcher, and then who fucking knows with Kimiko and and Frenchie. Maybe Kimiko will end up having to take the V to rescue Frenchie no, that's so overdone though. She's like, I I was happy, but now I have to like be unhappy to save my boyfriend kind of thing. Like, no. I don't I don't I actually think would they hate would that too, you right? Yeah. Especially because this is want... like the big payoff for her. So I don't think they would do that. No, I just want everybody to take the V. I just I really I think I'm on the wrong side of this because I'm like everybody should should shoot up. y'all go do that heroin like let's everybody go get you some powers like a million percent i also would roofy mm and take the v and i wouldn't be taking the v24 if i realized i had like dope powers like huey does see that's yeah i think that would have to be the line drawn i would take 24 to find out what i had if it was something dumb like oh i can control pens and write paper work faster like that's stupid as fuck i'm not gonna do that um wow that was the lamest power you could think of huh it literally was and you know what never mind i'm not gonna get into it but um that was literally <laughs> like the dumbest thing i could think of or like i could animate garden tools or if you were like love sausage yeah or if i was love sausage the so guy just... who vomits acid like those are powers i wouldn't continue yeah that's just pointless 
But if I had Huey's power, you know what I would do if I found out he had Huey's power? I would, first of all, immediately take the regular V. And second of all, like, be cut. Like, Huey's already in pretty good shape, but he's, like, looking strong now, right? So I would just get, like, legit shredded and just be naked and have that power. But just be shredded. I think of all people, <laughs> I think you would, you would be the, like, dude, you would single-handedly keep the bathrobe industry in, in business. A hundred percent. No, because I'd be so shredded. I wouldn't care if I had the bathroom. I would just go naked. But what would you do? Like, that's the whole thing. Like, Okay. So like, let's say tomorrow compound V becomes a fucking thing. Right. And like you get your hands on some, what would you actually do if you had power? Like if you had Huey's five powers. I would travel all over the place all the time. I would like, that would be my, I would take like afternoon trips to Europe and shit. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, that's what I would do. I would travel everywhere and live my best life. And also quit my job and rob every bank in New York City and Let's call it a life. Go. No, if I if I had Huey's power, look, if it's not clear to everybody right now, my my moral compass on this whole thing is like because I'm like really on Butcher's side right now, which is not great. I don't think that's where we're supposed <laughs> which to be. Which is not great. As that's an not- audience, that's <laughs> I I don't think the takeaway that they intended. I don't think that's what they want me to be walking away with. But so whatever the fuck that says about myself, if I got Huey's powers, I would get shredded, I would get rich, and I would just live my best life. Yeah. I would just no longer have to have like a commute. And I would be so happy about it to go anywhere that I wanted to do or like anything that I felt like doing. I would steal everything. I would be, I mean, I, I don't know what this says about me as a person. Cause I would, I would throw all my moral compass out the window, quit my job and just travel the world stealing. <laughs> Live like, like, I don't like yeah. the 1%. <laughs> I don't know why anybody wouldn't. Well, Huey, Huey hasn't immediately decided to move to Europe and do that. So he's still fighting a good fight with well, but it. That's but that's Huey. Like, Huey has, like, a reason. You, you, well, he no has one, shit like, to do, right? Yeah. In, no in one... Huey's actual position, I would probably continue. Oh, yeah. Oh, what would you do if you found out you had Huey's powers? If I found out I had Huey's powers? Oh, dude, same thing. I'd just rob a bank and then steal someone's Jamba Juice. And then... I would rob banks on the daily. Like I would just that would be how I had my income. I would be like, how much money do I feel like I need this week or whatever? And I would just go take stacks, stacks out of the vault and leave. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the thing too. Like I don't. This is me getting really technical, but can does Huey have to see where he's going to jump there? So my feeling about that aspect of a teleportation power is even if you do, big fucking deal. No, it's no, gonna, I know. It would I'm be saying, like, close because... to as as fast as the Flash. Like it wouldn't be that different. Like you would be, you would haul ass. You get to Europe in like ten minutes. It wouldn't even be that big of a deal. Yeah, you would just hop for the distance that you can see, which is like a long ass way, right? Like you would be moving quickly. I think. Um, I think okay, he so has now, to like... be able to see it right now. I think he. I don't think he. I think he has more like five's power, where five can like jump and he can jump pretty far, but he's still jumps into like a cab at one point right like he's not he can't just he's not mm, it's more nightcrawler rules i would think right because nightcrawler's gotta be able to see it but you can still go pretty far or have been there before maybe that's what it is if you can visualize it if it's somewhere that you've been previously well that's what i'm saying so like you could say like if you were gonna rob a bank i would never like here this is just me still having morals i guess but i would never do it while people were there but if i didn't have to see where i was jumping i would just jump in when the bank is closed and then yeah go you know yeah exactly 
Anyway, Huey's power would be sweet. Now I'd totally quit my job. Yeah. Also um, confirmed that Butcher can't fly. How is it confirmed? He, if, when he was. Because oh, he doesn't. He do, well, that's the thing. I feel like he would have by now. Yeah. I'm not, like, it's not officially confirmed, but I feel like he would have put that to use by now. I like how easily he carried Soldier Boy. Yeah. That was a fun reminder that he has powers at the moment. Yep. Um, <laughs> I actually think he will be able to fly, but I don't think that that'll get revealed until like a big fight with Homelander. I think it'll be cool when we see it. I think it'll be very cool. And I don't think he's tried and I don't think he's been in a position where he's like, needed to and i think butcher like isn't all the way leaning into this like he actually doesn't want to have these powers yeah if huey had butcher's power and he was like okay so far i have all of homelander's powers i'm gonna try to fly like huey would have tried to fly like moment one. He oh yeah here to trolley about this day one. one yeah but i don't i don't think that butcher wants it so i don't think he's tried anything that he hasn't needed and i don't think he's needed it I think he was totally fine getting out of that explosion, carrying, carrying, oh, sorry, carrying well, MM, not MM, Soldier Boy. Yeah, it wasn't. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. carrying, because Soldier Boy caused the explosion. Carrying MM. Um, and then they just walk off into the night. Yeah. And I'm like, what conversation did we not just see? Right? Yeah. We, like, there's an agreement that took place between Butcher and Soldier Boy that we didn't get to see. Because we were watching Huey and Starlight, right? Well, and here's the thing. It kind of lined up perfectly for them. Because Butcher can be like, Vought did this to you. Let's go for the head of Vought. You know who's the head of Vought right now? This dude named Homelander. Fucking Homelander. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Soldier Boy doesn't even know about Ed- Mr. Edgar. Mr. Edgar, I'd be shocked if we even see Mr. Edgar again. I think that not only are we going to see him again, I think that he still has cards up his sleeve and probably has a lot more control over what's going on right now than it looks like. Mm, I actually, I do not think that character is just got fucked over as quickly as it seemed like. I think he's still got something up his sleeve. I think you're also just saying that because you want to see Giancarlo again. (laughs) Gus Fring doesn't go down that easy. Yeah, he does. I mean, he walked out of the room with half a face. Yes, but... (laughs) Had you seen Better Call Saul, <laughs> you would understand the great many years of effort and excellence and badassery that led up to that scene. And you, too, would really, really be pissed off at Walter White and think, what a douchebag. Wow. <laughs> Walter White ruined everything. There was so much going on. And then and he just came in and shat all over it. That's kind of the point. I know, but it's like, that's what makes Better Call Saul such a good prequel is like, you really understand how much like this whole operation was happening before Walter. Everyone who's involved has been doing like, there's been a lot going on to get it to where it was, where they finally bring Walter in and he just destroys like decades worth of work for Gus and for Mike and like, God fucking damn it. And Kaylee never got her money. Anyway, um... We were talking about the boys at one. We point. were talking about the boys. I so okay. I think it's crazy that Starlight, like we've established that we're on Huey and Butcher's side, right? And like yeah. MM MM needs to pick a side. I I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me right now? I, yeah, the flip floppiness is not doing it for me anymore. Like, well, 
just I'm like, why do you feel like it's like they said in the first episode where you have to be as fucked up as they are. And MM doesn't get that yet. Like he still thinks he can win the right way. And he I absolutely do not think that he can. We know he can't. He even worked inside Vaughn. He was like, dude, this goes all the way to the top. Like you know, from the from the very top of Vaught to the very fucking basement. Like you can't you it Vaught has to be removed entirely and it's butcher said it to me like you guys just can't be around yeah and like to say like we aren't we don't need powers to make this happen or we're not going to utilize everything that we have just because we think it's wrong i mean this is so not the takeaway we're supposed to have like we're bad people scott i really think like we're actually proving (laughs) the point of like the show show. absolute power comes the absolute certainty that you're going to be a cunt and i'm like yeah (laughs) Yeah, because you and I are both on the wrong side of this, but I think I I just, I'm like, MM, do you want to win or do you want to feel like you were right? Because, yeah, because you're going to get your fucking ass handed to you. I love that they roofied him. But Starlight, I don't know why she hasn't become more ruthless yet after she saw what just happened to Maeve. Like, how the fuck do you think that it's still time to play nice right now? Yeah, I think there's got to be a tipping point. Especially maybe not so much for MM cuz he is just like a regular dude. But Starlight specifically, like there's got to be a point where she's just like I I can't do this anymore. I have to like if this is all they respond to, this is what I have to do. Or she's just going to get so pissed. I think Huey's going to get hurt and she's just going to lose her shit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know what I think is going to happen with her next. I, this is a tough one, man, actually. like It's really tough to doing. predict what she's going to do other than like, do they leave MM with her when they leave? They do. Right. Or does Butcher take him his like, no, lifeless he, puts body him with like him? He, he puts him down on the ground. He's like unconscious and starlight is like she has this look on like don't go with him and Huey's like ah why the fuck wouldn't I she says don't go and Huey's just and he turns around and jogs after Butcher which like of course he does because he's trying to like Starlight is going to get herself fucking killed yeah their plan is so much smarter especially since I don't know whether they totally realize that Soldier Boy's new power is to remove other people's powers I suspect there's going to be some kind of test run on this where they're going to like capture some, you know, D tier soup and depower them to test it. I feel like we're going to get like a little montage. Go ahead, need a montage. Go need a montage. Even Rocky had a montage. (laughs) I feel like we're going to get that. But I don't know. I feel like I've been wrong about like, I was wrong that they were going to use the V on Kamiko. I thought they really thought that they were. I actually am kind of shocked they didn't do that. Yeah, me too. And I think part of it might be setting up this dichotomy of like, where does real power come from? And showing non-powered characters become powered and powered characters be depowered. Become powerless, yeah. Yeah, see who has the most impact. Like that wouldn't surprise me if that's kind of the direction we're headed. Well, and now, like if that's true... Think about it like this, too. Like, Kimiko basically has to learn to live all over again. Mm-hmm. She, like, it's a, it's a 
fucking crazy different world for her now. Yeah, it is. And like, so I guess I kind of do, I don't know if I expect her to go after Frenchie on her own depowered. No, I, th I think MM and her will go. But MM's with Starlight right now, right? Physically, they're together. Starlight's not going to leave oh, his lifeless true, body. Yeah. That's where I was getting at with that. Like, true. they're together right now. So are the three of them going to end up teamed up? Uh, I don't know. I think maybe she'll take him to the hospital. Kimiko will be there. And then Starlight's like, be. I've got to go. He's just roofied. She's not going to take him to the hospital. Starlight's smart enough not to go to the fucking hospital. Actually, yeah, I guess that's true. He is just roofied. Fuck. He just, he's fine, right? I mean, probably. I think <laughs> I like he has like five hits of rib now, but still. I don't know why, but her just being so shocked when she's like, you fucking roofied him? I don't know why that shit just cracked me up. She was funny this episode. She was great. I really liked her pounding white claws when Huey tells her about Soldier Boy and she's just like, she drinks like six white claws. Bro, she's just, she's getting after it, man. It's hot girl summer. She knows. She does, right? She's the epitome. She was so funny. I, I enjoyed them being honest with each other in that scene. I liked that Huey told her basically everything right up front. And, and yeah. I really liked the multiple characters reacting to his arm being fixed, that they didn't forget that was, was yeah, good. Yeah, that we actually did come back around to that. I was like, good. Like, we're actually focusing on shit that was like, because it was a point he was like, dude, I need you to break my arm. Well, and, and it was like how like, he was not at work and, and yeah. like, oh, it was just a bad spray. And like, yeah, I like that 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 got called out and then it didn't just get forgotten about, but the idea that he wasn't going to do it again is ridiculous. And like, yeah, this is totally going to break them up. If it hasn't, if this isn't them broken up already. Right. Like I, I don't think they're broken up. I think they're just extremely strained. Here's, and I here's don't think my Huey's prediction coming for the end of this right now. No, he's you definitely know? not. No, he's going to go wherever butcher. And yeah, they can't like when they have to go underground. Yeah, when Vought finds that explosion and Crimson there, it's that's not going to be pretty. And that, yeah, because they don't know still who it is. Yeah, they have no fucking clue who it is. And now, Star, here's the other thing: Starlight now has to go back to the Seven because she's still active and in the public and shit. And is Homelander going to smell? butcher and huey on her is like right what, like how are we gonna deal with this because when she has to show back up to the seven he is he gonna be like i smell like you smell just like the explosion site or what like are they gonna keep with this he can smell shit or is he just gonna be like what the fuck is going on or is it like he could smell butcher because they had sex mm. Like I wouldn't be, I don't thing. think it's just like, yeah, I don't think it's necessarily like you were in the vicinity of, yeah. um, I feel like that makes sense. I mean, like you can smell sex on people. Like that's a thing that normal people can like sex has a smell. Yeah. So it's not totally crazy to me that Homelander can smell. No, definitely not. That, yeah. Right. I don't know that like he would be able to pick it out on starlight. I don't know, but I, I just, she is going to have to go back to Seven Tower. That's for sure. Yeah. That's, that's definitely for real. And Maeve's gone and she's trying to play nice with Homelander. I feel like, I feel like what we're going to see next in Seven Tower is everybody bending over backwards to play nice with Homelander now that Maeve got taken. 
I think everybody's going to be really scared. Yeah, I think I, I'm going to be really upset if they do this, but I think the season finale will be Homelander and uh, Soldier Boy fighting. And I think Soldier Boy's going to die. And I'm going to be really upset if that's what they do. I don't know. You think Homelander and Soldier Boy. I think so. Here's what I think is going to happen for the rest of the season. The the smaller side of things is that I think MM and Kimiko are going to go look for Frenchie. I think they're going to find Frenchie. And I think some wild shit's going to go down. They're going to have to kill Elena. Um, and, kill, wait, who? Or not Elena. Sorry, uh, Nina. Nina, right, 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 yeah. right, right. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. Elena's um, Maeve's girlfriend. Right. Yes. Um, but I also think the main part of it is like hero gasm's gonna happen. Yep. And Homelander's gonna be like, I this was like a wild fucking ride. And I need new people in the seven. And I think he's gonna be at his I don't want to say most vulnerable. But he's going to be at the part where he has the least amount of control. Like his hero gasm is just a fucking raucous party. Yeah, and I think Homelander's going to start. Well, okay. Here's where I think hero gasm is going to fit in. I think it would be really interesting if they send Soldier Boy into Vought as a Trojan horse, being yeah. like, I'm back. I survived and I'm here and and Soldier Boy will go to Hero Gasm and that's how we see Hero Gasm and it'll be some Ooh, amount of shit okay. going down there through him going. There's no way he doesn't attend. I think it'll be part of his big welcome back. Yeah. We'll be like, hey, let's throw Hero Gasm again. Soldier Boy's here. Something like that. Right. Yeah. Like I I think he's gonna go in as a Trojan horse back into Vought with the plan potentially after a montage being to try and take out Homelander with his, because no one knows about this new power. So he can Trojan horse his way right back into seven tower and try to take over for supersonic. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens. Um, and, and that butchers pulling the strings behind the scenes with Huey. And I could see that being what goes on with soldier boy. I definitely, I do think there's going to be a Frenchie rescue plot. I'm, my only question about it is whether or not Starlight's going to be involved or if she's going to be back doing whatever with the seven. I don't know. And then we still need to see what's going on with Newman, at which an interesting comment about her this episode was when Huey says to Starlight, Soldier Boy's the weapon. He's the weapon against Homelander. And maybe he's the weapon against Newman. And I'm like, maybe? Bitch, you think... Newman's more powerful than Homelander or, or more difficult to get? That surprised me. Yeah, that I don't really get why he said it in that order. Unless he thinks like Newman. I don't know. Maybe they think that Newman could kill Homelander. Because Homelander certainly thinks that she can't. He even says it. He's like, I don't even know what would happen. Or she says it. She's like, I don't even know what would happen. But yeah. I. I, maybe they do. Maybe they think that Newman can kill Homelander. I don't know. But if that's the case, then why wouldn't they? Well, I don't know. See, I just don't know why they think that. Around. Like, why wouldn't they think that Soldier Boy? Why is it a question of whether he could take her out? Is what I'm wondering. Like, why is it like he's going to be against Homelander and maybe even Newman? And I'm like, well, she seems like not that difficult to kill. Yeah. If she can't see you, she can't use her power. 
Well, and like, it's not like she's, I don't know. She seems like she'd be a lot easier to kill than Homelander. Yeah. I don't know. But I think that's, I think we're coming up to everything we had on this one. I think we kind of are. Do we have yeah. anything else we want to add? I don't know what else to say about predictions. I'm, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen. This one's going to be rough. Like the next, I think the next two episodes are going to be some of the craziest episodes. I think next week is going to be insane with Herogasm. Yeah. I need to watch this trailer too. I got to look that up. It doesn't really show Herogasm in the trailer. That's more something I'm getting off of like Reddit. Yeah. Um, and just people generally saying that that's the next thing. Yeah, but it's still. Maybe I won't watch it. There's it doesn't really give anything away. It's hard to kind of see anything. It's just quick flashes and shit. It's all quick flashes. Yeah, it's it's which is cool the way that they do these trailers. But yeah, it's tough. Um, oh, you know, it's like the last thing we have before we exit out is just the remaining hilarity. Um, stuff that we didn't talk about that was funny. I liked when Huey said that he's like Dom Toretto. He's quick and he's all about family. <laughs> he's quick and he's all about family. <laughs> which tracks that that's his power, right? Yeah. That he, like, that it that V makes you more of who you already are. And he's like, this is who I am. I'm like the guy who runs and stuff. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> now you have the teleportation power. Like, love that that tracks. Um, I liked when Ashley called Lindsey Graham a douche licker. That was one of the better moments <laughs> of my human existence on Earth. <laughs> Like I'll remember that as I die. That that Amazon called Lindsey Graham a douche liquor on primetime. Like Dude. Yep, can die happy. And then of course of course uh Sir Comes a lot seven seven nine Seth Rogan's cameo for the season was Dude, incredible. I yeah, I um well and he's like a producer for the yeah. boys. So mm-hmm. I yeah. He cameos every season and but the soup porn platinum, like that is soup so real. That is absolutely what the fuck would happen if superheroes were real. You're like D-lister old superheroes would be on there, like getting their junk out for oh, five hundred dollars yeah. an hour, which was the rate. It was like five hundred bucks. Yeah. No, it was five hundred bucks like a minute, I think. Yeah. Either way, to... it's still fucking insane. It was so real. Like that is absolutely what would happen. You would totally be able to pay $500 a minute to watch Crimson Countess use anal beads. If superheroes were real, that's what they would be doing for money. A million percent. 4,000 full stop. Yep. So funny. I love when he, when he comes on it and he's like, where are you? Are you there? What happens when it disconnects? And she's playing Chimps Don't Cry while she's still oh, like, yeah, I just I forgot about that. It's like, stop it. That is so funny. Um, take us out of here, Scott. I will take us out of here. As always, thank you all so much for joining us today. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed yourselves and you know, maybe even learned something. Definitely join us next week for the boys season three, episode six. It's gonna be Matt and I. He just doesn't know it yet. Um, be sure to <laughs> <laughs> I gotta let him. No, uh, but yeah, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts as well as follow us on all of our social media. You can find those links for our sites and the social media in the episode descriptions wherever you're listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, we'd love you forever, but we do encourage you to follow us on Patreon as well as check out our website for all the timeline goodies, past, present, and future. We are going to be ending season two with the conclusion of the boys, and then we'll be jumping right back into the timeline with season three. We will. 
Uh, but approaching yeah, the Renaissance. We are approaching the Renaissance, and I'm very, very excited about that because every episode, Lindsay talks about the Little Mermaid, so it's about time we got there. It's like we're almost there. We're almost there, and like we actually are. Yeah, pretty, pretty close. And then the boys. <laughs> and then, but instead, let's talk about <laughs> what is I increasingly like really one of the best things on TV. So it's true. Enjoy yeah. this, and and by the time that I see you guys next, the end of Stranger Things season four will be out, and the Umbrella Academy yes, season will. three will be out. And I encourage everyone to watch both of those things, but most most especially, I encourage Scott. Uh, yeah, to watch the Umbrella Academy. I know. We got a lot coming out here, man. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, stay nerdy, everybody. <laughs>